there and welcome to Film 7 Podcast. Welcome to part two of our What's Coming for 2020. Now, Andy, we already just did January to June yep. in our part one episode. So, guys, yes. check that out if you haven't already. But now we're going to get into the later half of the year. Yes. So let's start off with July. Now, July is a packed month for big blockbusters, as it's known as the time for blockbusters in summer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start July off with Free Guy that comes out on the 3rd of July. <laughs> Andy, uh, I'm gonna, what do you think of this movie? <laughs> I mean, it's it's Ryan Reynolds. It's just Pokemon Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool in on as another character. Yeah. It's a crazy, wacky film. It's Wreck-It Ralph in real in, in live action, basically. Yeah, that, that's actually a very good way of describing it. I didn't think yeah. of it that way. Yeah. Wreck, Wreck-It Ralph in live action, where it's just this guy who realizes he's in a video game and you can just do basically anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to go see this one. Yeah, it's not one to make you literally yeah. go see in the cinema. I mean, when it comes down to on TV, yeah, we will probably watch Maybe it. Maybe I'll then. check it yeah. out, but it just looks so crazy. Like, it's I mean, it will make you laugh. Loads of pop culture references. Oh yeah, tons. And that—that's basically what it's going to be about. Yeah, those references. Like, it's, you nailed it on the head, really. Very much like Wreck It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to continue the blockbusters with Ghostbusters Afterlife that comes out on the 10th of July. Now, when the trailer dropped, uh, Andy and I talked about it. And we both had very different sort of views on what we to expect. Andy, you really liked the trailer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the sort of tone they were going for, but uh, are you looking forward to this one? Yes, because it, it's evoked the same kind of emotions I had when I watched the original, which is it's a bit horror. It's a bit darker. When I was a kid watching the original Ghostbusters, even though there were light-hearted moments, it still scared me a bit. And I think that's where this one is kind of going to. So, you know, with respect to what they were trying to achieve with um, the other one, um, this looks more like a sequel to a continuation of the original story than what we had with the previous um, movie that didn't do so well. So I'm actually looking forward to this one. It's horror, in my opinion, from what I saw in the trailer. It's horror, but I'm sure it will be comedy as well, which is kind of the same as the original. So Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. And uh, that's which, which I didn't really get in the trailer. Now, it, like I've sa- I said, then it is just the first trailer. Uh, the tone of the movie could actually be very different. But yeah. judging from the tone of the trailer, for me, um, it just looked a bit too serious. Mm. I wanted a bit more levity in there, a bit more fun, very much like the originals. Like I know for you said when you first watched them, you really considered them like horror. Yeah. So did I to some extent, but I looked at them as very playful horror. Mm. And, and more just fun ghost movies, action adventure sort of thing, mm. uh, but primarily comedy. That's mm-hmm. sort of for what I went to Ghostbusters for, Bill mm-hmm. Murray and all the rest. Um, but this one, on paper, it has everything I should, you know, like. You know, the the Reitman, he's coming back to do it, you know, with the blessing of his father. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast looks great, so w- we shall see. Yeah, we, we shall sh- see, but it, I think, you know, like everything there is to make it good available is there is there so uh, yeah i'll definitely check it out but uh i'm going in cautiously optimistic so on the same day we also get a different type of horror movie and we get another purge film uh, to be yet titled now i love the first one mm-hmm. um i was 
mixed feelings on this. I think they made the second and third. I don't think I've ever saw mixed feelings on the second. I don't think I saw the third, and I have yet to check out the TV show, which you say is really good. Yes. So I'm. I don't know about what to consider right now of the Purge franchise. It's really good what they've done on Amazon. They're, they've done two seasons now, and they're really, really entertaining. Really entertaining. There is a lot of gore in it, but it's not over. It's not done for the sake of it. You know, it's done in in line with the story, and it's it's really nice. I like the the the, the universe that universe that world. I like how they've done it. It's it, it the purge sort of makes sense in that universe it's not earth like as we know it it's a world where some things happen in a way and it just works and i really like what they've done on amazon prime those two seasons are nice i suspect this movie would probably be a continuation of some of something so you follow those stories and all of that then you movie then we come back to amazon but it's Bloomhouse, I believe. Yes, yes, Bloomhouse is behind it. And if it's like we always say, if it's Bloomhouse, then it ought to be good. Most of the time, it ought to be good, yeah. Like I said, I had mixed feelings on the second one. Uh, I love the first one. But I'm a bit like, okay, so how many more of these can you do, though? Because effectively, it's the same concept. No, it's not. No, When you watch this TV series, it's the same concept. Yeah. No, I agree with you. For TV, I think it could work because you can you know, obviously space it out and have character interaction. But I think for movies in a... 90 minutes, two hour window. How different can you make it? I can, different. Like, for example, the second season, it's not even about the purge night. It's about what happens after the purge. How do people recover? You know, how do people recover? What's the political climate like after the purge? So there are stories you can tell. It's based on that original concept of for one night, every crime is legal. But there are stories around that. The people, what led to this person deciding to attack that person. All those other stories. You can tell those stories. And that's what they've explored in the series. It's not really about that night anymore. It's around those other things. Mm -hmm. So you, And I agree with you on the movies. The first one was really good because that's what introduced us to the concept. And the second and third were, to me, even to me yeah. as a fan of the franchise, I didn't like the second and third. I believe third. the third one was like a prequel. It was like the first Purge or something like that. I yeah, could be I wrong. Think so, something like that. There was one with a politician, which yeah. then there was the first purge, which was which was actually which was actually a bit better than the second. But right, the okay. first was. I don't think I've seen the first purge. purge yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but my most anticipated movie of the month and arguably one of the year is Tenant. Comes out seventeenth of July and it is it's a it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Mm. We watched the trailer. I mean, it looks phenomenal. Yes. You know, Christopher Nolan is showing us what he always does, that he is one of the best directors, filmmakers out there. Mm -hmm. Guy knows how to tell a story, visually and narratively. And it's it looks like the trailer itself is fantastic because it doesn't release, it doesn't give away anything. Mm -hmm. And you're sort of, throughout the trailer, you're sort of like, okay, this looks good. It's good production design, great performances. You don't really know what the story is yet. And then right at the end, they give you a little glimpse of what the story is. It's sort of a melting of time and space and something like that. And then you're like, okay, you've hooked me. Mm -hmm. And I just can't wait to see this movie. I could watch that first trailer and I'm happy with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need to see another trailer. So, you know, um, John David Washington as well in the lead role after his success in Black Klansman. So I'm all for it. 
Yeah, it's, it looks great. And it's one of those movies, in my opinion, where I think you're going to need to watch more than once. Because like Inception. It, like Inception. It's one of those mind time when they talk about time dilation and all of that it's hard to understand so you're probably going to need to watch it once normally normally in things like this i watch it the first time i watch it i watch it just for the spectacle to just appreciate the cgi or the fight sequences and things like that then on the second time i can then concentrate on the story and that, i think that's what's going to happen oh yeah this one i yeah. think will definitely require multiple viewings and just by the look of the trailer alone, I think it's definitely a possibility of a award nomination. Well, it depends on how confusing they've written it. Yeah. If it's like something you can't, nobody gets, you can't award that. Well, yeah, it depends how popular it is as well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be fairly popular. It is a Christopher Nolan movie. People will turn up yeah. to see this movie for yeah, his name alone. Yeah, but you know, one of the, like I always say, one of the hardest things to tell on screen is it's time. It's time. So. I mean, he's done it before though with Inception. So, who's to say he can do it again? Well, till today, most people like what they saw in Inception, but they don't really get the story. A lot of it is still in, up in the air. Exactly. Yeah. So you see, it's 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 a hard line. It's a but hard one, he, yeah. If he, if anybody could pull it off, I mean, he's the one who. who so could. yeah. Okay then, uh, so we'll go towards Jungle Cruise, which comes out on the 24th of July. Now this one is starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, where it's based off, like Pirates of the Caribbean, a Disney ride mm -hmm. from Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how this one turns out. And I love Emily Blunt. Mm -hmm. I will go to anything she's in because I think she's, I think she is my favorite actress right now. Anything she's in, she's just phenomenal. But in what we both sort of said in the trailer, Dwayne Johnson seems to be overshadowing her yes. because it's Dwayne Johnson. Exactly. And when the trailer started, I was really excited. I was just happy to see her. She was really doing good. I was that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good movie. The moment he comes on screen, because the trailer started with just her, the moment he comes on screen, the whole thing just falls apart and it's all okay about The Rock and all that. And I just feel... She's going to be lost in The Rock's shadow, sort of, in this yeah, film. which I, is not nice to see. It's not nice to see, and I hope we are wrong, actually. Yes, I hope we're wrong. I hope it's uh, played equally. I hope it is played equally. I think it will be. I think just because the trailer, because of the trailer and how trailers are meant to work, I think if you do show more more Rock in the trailer, it bring a bit more people in. Yeah. If, do you see what I yeah, mean marketing-wise? More, more pull power, doesn't More he? pull power. Mm. But in, in the actual finished products, I'm pretty sure it will be even. Yeah. I mean, you don't cast Emily Blunt to be second. True, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's going to be like, uh-uh, I ain't playing second. Like, yeah, it's probably a marketing ploy. Do yeah. you think no one will notice? Mm. Okay, cool. Okay, and to end off July, we're going to go to Morbius, the living vampire. This is an interesting one. So this is a Sony film. Uh, do you know Morbius? I know the name. I yeah. don't know. Mor so, so yeah, Morbius is the living vampire who is one of Spider-Man's villains. Now, as we know, uh, Sony own Spider-Man and all the villains and all that. So they seem to be trying to start their own little villain universe. What with Venom, Venom 2 is obviously coming out. And Morbius, which is also starring Jared Leto as the lead character. It's going to be interesting to mm. see because this is uh, obviously another villain movie mm -hmm. uh, are we going to get Joker or are we going to get Venom well for one I think we they can't go worse than Venom that's very true so it's going to be better than that definitely not 
good as Joker. No, right? no, yeah, but I don't so think it can we'll quite reach be, that. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in the middle. But it will be interesting to see. But it's it's good. I just wish Venom was better. But it's something interesting they are doing, exploring those, um, giving those villains their own cinematic voice, not voice per se, but their own cinematic yeah. little home. Yeah, yeah you know. That's it, well, the thing is, I think if this one flops and it also gets bad reviews, yeah. I think Sony needs to sort of. Yeah, rethink their tactic because yeah, it's obviously it. not working. Mm, they'll can it, yeah. I think yeah. So. so we'll see what happens there. Uh, and I'm, I do look forward as well to the horror aspect of it because he is a vampire. Mm -hmm. So there's no doubt going to be gore. Will it be rated R? It should be. It should be because Venom was, wasn't it? Venom, no. Venom wasn't. And, and I think it suffered because it wasn't. Although they have said Venom 2 will be rated R. Okay. Okay, cool. They probably learned from their mistakes. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead into August. Now, August, we've only got the one movie coming out, and this is Nostalgia. Nostalgia for you right here. Bill and Ted face the music. Now, June was full of 80s. Now we're going back to the 80s again with Bill and Ted. Andy, have you ever seen the Bill and Ted movies? No, actually, no. The Keanu Reeves. The Keanu Reeves, I, I, yeah. No, I never saw I love those movies. I grew up watching those movies, you know, especially Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I just I had those on VHS. Just rewind <laughs> constantly. I love those movies. Funny, you know, and you learn a lot about history as well as they go through time. So I'm so excited that this movie's coming back, and I can't believe it's actually happening. Okay. It's one of, it's one of those uh, legacy quills. Okay. Yeah, because Keanu Reeves is coming back. Coming right? back, yeah. So that will be released on the 21st of August. Now we're going to head into September, where we've got another Conjuring movie to be yet titled on the 11th of September. So Andy, you're a fan of the Conjuring universe? No, not necessarily. No? No, I, I, I mean, no, not really. Okay, I, that's fair enough. I I am so-so with it. I, so I like the Conjuring movies, the Conjuring themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for the spin-offs they've done, like mm. The Nun and Annabelle and, and all that. They've been less under par for me. But the Conjuring movies itself, I'm all for it. Yeah, I just think they just rinse and repeat the same concept of a house and a demon and people getting haunted in the dark and a demon trying to possess. It's the same thing over and over and over again. So that whole franchise, in my mind, I have enjoyed some of them, but that whole thing, it, to me, has lost its meaning in, it, to me, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that's fair enough. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think... If it sort of keeps in the vein of like the first two Conjuring movies, I think it will be good. But if it's going to be like all these other spin-offs, because remember that um, that latest spin-off, that latest Annabelle movie where you're just in a basement full of all the, the antiques that they've gathered. And, you're yes. like, and, it, and I was like, this movie is a setup for like, you get a movie, you get a movie, you get a movie. Yeah. And they are making money. So they're making money. There is a huge fan base for it. So good on them. So another another franchise that's got a huge fan base is the Kingsman franchise. We're gonna get the third movie in the franchise, The King's Man, okay? Uh, which is it's technically the third movie in the franchise, but it is an origin story. It looks like it's like the beginnings of the Kingsman. Of the Kingsman. This looks great. I loved it. it. And I, you know, I love Matthew Vaughn as a director. I mean, this trailer was action packed. It was lovely. It was it was well shot. The action sequences were really very artistic. I liked it. So I think I'm certainly going to watch this in the cinema. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, the trailer won me over because I loved the first Kingsman movie. Oh, so Kingsman good. movie. 
then the second one not so much so i'm happy with this one this one is i'm on the same with you yeah. i was di- very disappointed with the second one actually like mm-hmm. considering how good the first, first one, one was and it was so fresh as well mm-hmm. and what a lot of people don't know is that it's also this is a comic book this mm. is based off a comic so mm. yeah so it's, it's funny when it's funny telling people that and they're like oh really yeah yeah <laughs> it's um yeah, it'll be nice to see the history, how everything Things started. started. Yeah, you know, what I think would be really cool if they eventually do it, like a Kingsman series. Yeah, that could be in work. That could yeah. be that could work. Yeah, that would be interesting. We'll branch out the franchise. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna head into October. Uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be many more movies announced in these sort of months, but as of now, I haven't got any dates for them because uh, I can only really just there's so many stuff that comes out you can't name it all. But in October, obviously, will be filmed full of horror movies. Yep. But the main one for us, Andy, Halloween Kills. Yes, because Halloween was one of our favorite um, horrors. 2018. 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was my favorite horror movie. Actually, it was one of my favorite films of that year. It was so good. Yeah. We went to go see it together, and yeah, I was surprised of how good it was. Much better than we expected. It was. Much better. Uh, And that's because, you know, we keep saying this name, but Blumhouse. Yeah. Exactly. If Blumhouse got control of it and were like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, they didn't just know what to do. For every type of horror, they, it's not the same thing. They, they, for each type, they know how to present that level of horror. And it's great. I'm, I love what they're doing with the story. They've taken their time, given it time to work on the new one. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be interesting because this is going to be the second one. And yep. then we've got another one coming out next, the next year, mm-hmm. only a year apart called Halloween Ends. So Will it really end? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, does but nothing ever ends. Anyway. Yeah, but I think they'll end it. I think, you think yeah, I it think will be nice it. to finally close end the book on yeah. the Halloween saga. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if these two are good mm-hmm. because then you've got the first one, the re- uh, the new one that they they came out in 2018 and then these two. And yeah. then forget all the rest. Exactly. <laughs> well, and you know, the one that came out in 2018 is the second one, which we always say is yeah. the toughest one to make, but this would be the second one in the reboot. So yeah, in the reboot trilogy. It's going to be tough, but we'll see. We shall see. So we're going to head into November. Now, this movie I am super excited for, and that is another Marvel Studios movie, The Eternals. Now, the reason I'm so excited about this is because this is our first glimpse, I think, into what's the next phase of what Marvel's going to be doing. Uh, and this is going to focus on all the celestials, the deities of the cosmic Marvel Universe. And I believe a report came out that it's going to take place over the span of 5,000 years. Mm, okay. So these characters are all immortal. Yeah, basically. they live forever. So, yeah. you know. uh, you've got an amazing cast. Angelina Jolie. You know, Angelina Jolie is in a Marvel movie, guys. That's, that's saying something. Richard Madden as well. Uh, Kumil as well. He, have you seen that recent photo of him getting jacked up? Oh man, he just he's got so jacked up for this movie. Uh, and I can't wait for them to really go deep into the mythology and lore of all this and basically open up this new doorway into the Marvel Universe that we're all... Because w- the biggest question is, what do you do after Endgame? Yeah, I mean, You that, go to the stars. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying to you when we spoke about um, Scarlett Johansson's film. I was saying that I want to see this. What is the new era going to look like? And what a way to start it with the Celestials, the gods. (laughs) I mean, 
it's going to be interesting because we've never really had a movie quite like that that takes place over thousands of years, especially in Marvel. When you say over thousands, so what what does that mean? So I think we're going to jump in time. Right, that's quite easy. They do it. I mean, Endgame didn't they jump in time? Or yeah, but this is over five thousand years, ND. Right? Could it be because these are celestials and they don't age? Yeah. Well, it it'll probably be that. Right. Okay. It'll be about what I mean. It'll be interesting to see how they distinguish. Right. Okay. The, the time periods and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, if it was just for them to slap five thousand years later on the screen, they wouldn't have said it. Yeah. The fact that they mentioned it to take place over five thousand years means there's a lot of story to. To tell. To tell, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, super excited for that one. And if you want to see two monsters going at it, you can see that in November on the 20th. That is Godzilla versus Kong. I think this is the showdown everyone has always wanted. <laughs> yeah, monsters and dragons. What else? What else? I mean, I, I, I liked the first Godzilla film. I liked the Kong Skull, Skull Island film. I still have yet to see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Me too. Me too. I've heard it's good, though. Yeah. Of, it has to. I mean, if it's you're, just, yeah. Into, yeah, like. So I mean, to see Godzilla versus Kong, bring it on. You know, I'm not, I'm not expecting an amazing story. I'm going in there to see two monsters fight. Exactly, and they know it, and I'm sure they're going to bring it. And it will be a spectacle. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then finally in November we have Raya and the Last Dragon. Twenty uh, seventh of November this one comes out, and this is a Disney original. Now. With all the Disney remakes and everything, it's really nice to see that they have invested the time and money to do an original story. Mm -hmm. I would imagine it probably be animated, mm -hmm. like a lot of the yeah. Disney films are, uh, but that that doesn't mean anything really. Mm -hmm. It still can be a fantastic movie, and we've seen Disney make amazing animated movies. So, well, I've just I hope I'm hoping it's not going to be something maybe like a spin-off of the. Um how to Train Your Dragon no, franchise. It, no, that, that's owned by DreamWorks. Oh, apologies. I apologize. Yeah. But, well, no details have been released. Nothing. Yeah. Like you said, if it's Disney, it's probably going to... It's, it's Disney, It isn't should it? be good. Yeah. But the, the f I think for me, the main thing is that it's an original story. And I think we need a couple more like that from Disney. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to end the year with December. Now, December, uh, arguably my most anticipated movie of the year, ND and that is June. Uh, this has the best cast I've seen in years. It's got De Denis Villeneuve behind the camera. You know, sorry, behind the camera. Well, yes, behind. he's the director who has done my two favorite science fiction movies of the last 10 years, mm -hmm. which is Arrival and Blade Runner 2049. The guy's got an eye, and if he can bring Frank, uh, Frank Herbert's vision to life on the screen, I think he is the one to do it. And it's a deep, epic space tale. This is, this is Star Wars before Star Wars came out. Wow. Okay? The, the, like, but obviously, it was just a book. Mm -hmm. And you can, if you read Dune, you're like, yep, George Lucas definitely read this before he wrote Star Wars. You're like, <laughs> you can see the parallels in some of the stuff in there. Uh, so, yeah, just, just imagine Star Wars mythology with Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, this huge, epic space operatic mythology but taken a lot more seriously than Star Wars. Okay. So, okay. Interesting. Like, I, I, I mean, I didn't know of this. Sort so. of like Game of Thrones. So imagine mythology like Star Wars, mm -hmm. but the seriousness of Game of Thrones. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. We shall see. Yeah, we shall it's got see. some it's... crazy stuff in there. Huh. 
but it's also got some deep stuff. I probably need to read what, a comic or two, or is it a comic it's or a book? It's a book. Okay. It's a book. I, I'll lend you the book, Andy. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's one of the best sci science fiction novels ever written. Oh, wow. All right. Okay, and it was written in the 60s, I believe, by Frank Herbert. So that is up there in my most anticipated movies of the year. Uh, so that's going to be basically my Star Wars <laughs> for, the, for that year. Uh, we're also uh, maybe getting an Uncharted movie. Uh, this has been in the works for a while. Tom Holland is playing the lead character. Uh, don't really see that. I think he's a bit young mm -hmm. to play Nathan Drake. Yeah. Uh, and also recently the director got fired halfway through production. So uh, we'll see. Whenever that, that happens. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if this movie actually gets released. Are you a fan of the Uncharted games? I've never played them. No, neither have I. But uh, of course, I know who um, um, Lara Croft's Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake is. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't see it. I mean, it depends on what happens. You know, let's let's wait till the trailers come out or something. We might be convinced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have no news about the film yet, so we could be wrong. Yeah, this is literally a year away, like December. Yeah. So right at the end there. Uh, and also to finish off December, what an amazing movie to end the year on. And that is coming to number two, America. This is my most anticipated film of the year. Like, and it's coming at the end of the year. This is the one I'm looking forward to. This is the one. Because coming to America, of my, if I was able to recall every film I have ever seen, I am sure coming to America will be in my top 10. It was, it was just, I don't know. There's so much I could say about it. And I'm just glad they're doing it for Eddie Murphy's coming back. And it's the same story. It's not a rehash. It's not, it's not, it's the same story. The people are older. Continuation. Continuation. People are older. Life has taken over. Let's see what they want to say. I think that was one of the first, for me, you know, almost one of the first films with a black lead. That was that really made a lot of money for me. I'm sure there were more for me. Um, so um, can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm super excited for it as well. I like Bill and Ted. I used to rinse that movie all the time coming to America. I used just to find it hilarious. I knew every, at some point I knew every scene word for word. At some Did point, you? Yeah, yeah every, you were that obsessed. Yeah, yeah, every scene in that movie word for word. And it's for me, it's Eddie Murphy at his peak. Like Eddie Murphy doing what he does best yeah like that's peak eddie murphy yeah i mean like so, some things we say today pop things we reference today the origins of those things are some things are in happened in, in um in coming to america the way it's just i don't know man we can do a whole episode about coming, coming to, to america, america. yeah definitely we, yeah if anyone hasn't seen that you better get on that okay indeed so that is that leaves us through 2020 of all the movies and TV shows that are coming out that are dated uh, but we have plenty plenty more that has been announced that's coming out this year in 2020 but no official uh, specific dates uh, so Andy are you ready for this just go on and I will not interrupt uh, well we'll do we'll do them one at a time so based on how interested we are so uh, first one afterlife season two on Netflix. Have you seen Afterlife? Ricky uh, Gervais. Yes, I have. Yes. What a show. It was really good. I was I didn't know what to expect from this show, but it was so good. It was I think 
he had one of the most emotional scenes. Yeah, it was yeah, very, very emotional. Yeah, it was very, really I could good. relate to the guy a lot as well. And mm. it was funny in so many parts. Like, it, But it was t- it's funny in a, a very dark humor. Yeah. Very, very dark humor. I didn't think they could do another one. Yeah, they're doing one. And it's, uh, it's going to be coming out this year. Okay. Can't wait for that one. Altered Carbon Season 2 on Netflix. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Andy, have you seen Altered Carbon yes. Season 1? Yeah. What a show that was. Show. Yeah, I love the production. I love the universe. Yes, the, you know, the production design. Uh, it's because the main reason I was attracted to it because it kind of looked like Blade Runner. Yes. I uh, think so they, 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 that, they based it yeah. off of... Well, it's actually a series of books. So it's it's. I mean, the visual, the visuals, the visuals yeah, of yeah. the fil- of the series was based on Blade, Blade Runner, Runner, definitely, yeah. without a doubt. It and it was so good. I love Joel Kinnaman as lead character. I don't think he's coming back. I think oh. the the they're putting well, it into another body. Yeah, exactly. So what that what's great about this show is that you can experiment and try different leads mm-hmm. each series. Yes. So yeah, it's you know it, it's not for kids, hard rated R, but it's one of the best sci-fi shows out there. I think at the minute. Uh, we've also got The End of the Effing World, Season 2, on Netflix. This is a show I haven't seen, but I can't deny its popularity. Andy, have you seen this one? I saw the first one a long time ago. The first episode? Sorry, the first um, season a long time ago. Oh, when it first came out, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while. You need to catch up. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. So for all you guys, some point in the year, that'll be dropping. Very dark, though, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor, also on Netflix. I think you're going to be seeing a bit of a trend here. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor, this is a not a sequel, but a within the same universe of The Haunting of Hill House, mm. which is my favorite horror series ever made. Like, Because there's very few horror series anyway out there, and most of them are not great. This one was so good. Wow. I was genuinely scared throughout. I haven't seen it. Check it out. Watch you because it's on Netflix. Yeah. Just close all the doors, turn all the lights off, and just. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested that they're, they're continuing this. It's not a sequel. Like I said, it's going to take place in like another manor, haunted house area. So, mm-hmm. and nice. these, all these uh, areas, houses or whatever, it's all um, based on real places. Oh, okay. That are supposedly haunted. Nice. Nice. Okay, so we're going to go to Ozark Season 3 on Netflix. Another series I haven't seen. I have heard amazing things about this show. It's great. You've seen it. Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah, It's really good. I'm really looking forward to the third season because it ended on a, not a cliffhanger, but it ended with new enemies and new friends, and you want to see where that goes. So So for for someone like me who hasn't seen it, how would you sort of describe this show for me to get into it? Like, like what would you say to recommend this show to me? Um, Somebody just... If you... Imagine... Imagine Wolf of Wall Street told from a different perspective. I know it's a crazy... It's about money laundering. Okay. And how he used illegal ways to launder money for cartels. How he even got into it in the first place is he's the last person you would think would be working for a drugs cartel, but somehow that's his lot. He then has to somehow, he manages to become the money launderer for one of the largest cartels in Mexico. And at the same time, he's fighting with rednecks. And he's, at the heart of it, he's just a simple... Guy. guy yeah that just got into this and he's just trying to pull things together and in the midst of all that corruption you see the evil sipping into him the evil sipping into his family 
his kids are not helping their his kids are weird in their own weird ways it's a lot to take in and so many um things happening but some really good performances out there some really great performances and it's 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 a bit dark very I like my dark shows yeah very muted colors and all and it's funny at times so it's not just yeah because it's got jason bateman who's yeah. primarily in comedy yeah so he you see that part of him coming out at certain areas in the so it's a, it's a highly recommendation for you oh then? yes 100 percent. okay yes. that's definitely going on my list then i'll see if i can catch up before season three comes out uh, hopefully coming out this year as well is the Umbrella Academy season two once again on Netflix. The Umbrella Academy season one, I going into that show, I had already read the comics, loved the series by Jared Way and um, uh, Rodrigo, uh, Gabriel Rodriguez on the art, uh, and the show completely surprised me of how good it was. It's weird, it's special, it's unique, it's just its own blend of thing, uh, and. What I really like most about this is that Netflix are taking the chance on an independent comic, mm -hmm. not anything from the big two like Marvel or DC. This is indie comics, and it's showing it's showing that comics comics is not a genre; it's a medium, mm. and within that you can pick and choose and play with many many different genres. And Umbrella Academy showed that, and it showed it very successfully. I believe it was one of Netflix's most successful shows of last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah, it's beginning of last year. It seems so long ago. Yeah, I believe it was February last huh. year. Yeah. And I know, if I remember correctly, they added a few twists to it where they revealed that the professor was, was an alien. An alien. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, that, that's yeah. not in the comics. Yeah, that's exactly. completely new. So they, they also adding a bit of flavor yeah, to it. Yeah, trying different things, which mm -hmm. is, so I'm, I'm pumped for season two. And I want more shows like this, and I want more hey, networks or streaming shows, whatever, to invest in more indie comics. Like, have a look, see what there is, see what you can. Because there's some good stuff. And there. as well, a lot of these indie comics, you can buy the IP for very cheap. Yeah, really? How much? I could go get some. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, think about it. Like, anything from Marvel or DC, it's going to cost you so much money. You get anything from Image, so you know a couple of titles that. You know, no one really knows about mm. you, and you find good stories there. You could turn that into a money maker. True. True. Okay, so speaking of comic book movies and TV shows, we're going to go to Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus. This is uh, going to be coming out in the fall of 2020, so autumn. Uh, so by this point, the UK will have it. Uh, I'm really, really excited for this, uh, primarily because, like we were saying with the Eternals what's the Marvel Universe going to look like moving forward? This is it. Yep. You're going to have movies and TV shows to watch in conjunction to get the full picture. And it's going to be really interesting to see Marvel Studios take a slower approach mm. to the projects. It's not going to be a two-hour, you know, big spectacle. This is going to be talking a lot, you know, and, but it's going to be a very political show, I think, as well. Because what we've heard is that it's going to be what the government thinks that now... Um, Falcon is carrying the Captain America shield. Wow. That's going to be deep. Because also, Falcon is, the, his skin color is black. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very hot, you know, so. That's just going to be wild in America at the time. So it's it, just going to so be wild. So I, I, think, I think they've got a very good story there. I mean, when it comes out, no matter what month it comes out, because we don't know what date, whatever month it comes out, in an election year in the US well, and all of this. It'll be happening. in the autumn. And the election's in October, which is the awesome. 
So right at right, <laughs> right at that time, <laughs> these things do play a part. People think it doesn't, but these all, things... This is strategy. Yeah, these things do play a part. So yeah, are you looking forward to this show? You know, with the, yes, I am. But with the whole new, the next Marvel, Marvel's next um, iteration of, of their storytelling, um, I'm a bit nervous for them. Are you? Yeah, I'm hoping it works. But it can all just fall flat and everybody starts going on. They've lost their touch and things like that. Because... It can very well happen. It's it not could. impossible. No, of course. I completely agree with you. It could. So for the first couple of movies, I'm a bit nervous, like hoping they, it's good. Then from the next ones coming, I'm going to be like, yeah, 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 bring them on. So I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. Yeah, you have every right to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is untreaded waters. You know, with Black Widow, that's kind of like, okay, that whatever. Yeah. Uh, Internals is completely new. We're yes. stepping into a world we haven't stepped into before. Mm-hmm. And we obviously know Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we're stepping into Disney+, Plus, which is something also very new for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Studios specifically. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, I'll also say the other uh, series that's coming out uh, for Marvel this year is WandaVision. Now, when it was originally announced in the uh, Comic-Con, it was meant to come out in 2021. But recently, they just announced that it's actually going to come out this year. Oh, really? So they've ups, they've probably productions on time, you know. That, that this is the one that meant to be horror. So no, this well, th- that's going to be the Doctor Strange movie. Right. So, but this one's going to tie directly into the Doctor Strange movie. Kevin Feige has said, "This is the series. It's one of my most anticipated series of of the year. This one, and it's because it's the premise of it is adapting to my favorites. Well." taking from two of my favorite stories, especially The Vision by Tom King, where in in the comic, uh, Vision creates his own android family to feel more human, to feel more emotional connection, to try and learn what it's like to be human. But in this iteration, I think, because Vision's dead, Mm -hmm. I think, and the the show, the first half of it, they said it's going to be a sitcom. Okay. Marvel's first sitcom, you know, with the laughing and the yeah. background and stuff. And it's going to be set in the 1950s. Okay. How did they pull this off? This is what I mean. So I think this is all going to be Wanda's creation. Because mm. she's obviously, you know, very, very powerful. She's going to have this all in her head and then something's going to snap. Like, this is just my theory. Like, I think something will snap inside of her and then she will eventually become the villain in Doctor Strange 2. Wow. We shall see. Yeah, That's I, all I, can I, say. I, I'm we so excited see. because um, with also because it plays in with House of M mm. in the comics. Wanda shouts no. She ha- she has a moment and she actually cracks and she shouts no more mutants and wipes out all the mutants in the world. So all the X Men and stuff for like that. I'm kind of thinking it's the reversal of that, and something happens with her that starts off the mutants in the MCU because now Marvel have X-Men right and they can do that oh that ties in that ties in perfectly because she is a mutant mm-hmm. in the comics Wanda is the daughter of Magneto okay but uh, but the elf just we yeah. used something different okay yeah. that's interesting hmm I think I genuinely think Wanda is pivotal to the future of the MCU yeah we shall see. Honestly, we shall see. We shall no, see. I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited for it. Um, so we'll stay on Disney Plus, and we've also got Monsters at Work. This will be an animated TV show, and it's set in the Monsters Inc. universe. I'm. I am going to check this one out. I love Monsters Inc. 
<laughs> it was one of those yeah, movies growing up. I that, loved that as yeah, a movie, yeah. So I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Uh, Killing Eve Season 3 on BBC. Andy, have you watched Killing Eve? I haven't, but everyone who has is has said it's has amazing. Said it's yeah, good, I'm yeah. The, I'm the same. I haven't seen it. It's because it's on iPlayer. If it was on Netflix, we would probably would have. It's on iPlayer, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's yeah. a BBC show. Yeah, I think I do really want to watch it. I do really want to watch it, but I think uh, I've seen so many like clips of it, and people have spoken to me all about it. I'm kind of like, I think I've got the whole picture now of what I, it is. I don't even have a clue, but I think I'll wait. That's why I keep skipping it anytime I see it. I don't want anything to, spoil, to spoil it. it then yeah. I'll go see it. I, I, I do want to see it. I just, it's, there's other sort of things I'd rather see first. Mm -hmm. So, because there's, there's, there's just so much. So yeah. much out there. There's not enough hours in the day to do all this. Uh, so we're going to head over to The Boys, season two on Amazon Prime. Andy, let's talk about The Boys. One of the best shows of the year. Yep, it was in my top five of the things I saw last year. You know, And um, just can't wait for this one. It's great. Amazon, really they've been knocking out some really good shows. You know, we we're complaining at some point last year how, you know, we're not impressed with their shows, but they've been knocking it out. And within the last six sort of six months. Yeah. yeah. And the boys is I can't wait for the next one. We, they, there has been a bit of has there been some? Yeah, there's been a trailer, hasn't there? Yes, we watched the trailer. Yeah. Uh, they're finished shooting. Like mm -hmm. it's it's crazy how quickly they, they've sort of done it. Yeah. Things on Amazon, they usually do that. Very quick turnaround. The Purge, I think we had two seasons in a year. In a year. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it looks like The Boys Season 2 will come out within a year mm -hmm. of Season 1. I mean, The Boys, like I was talking about with the Umbrella Academy, it's these studios taking a chance on this independent comic book. They've realized this is, this is good material here. Mm -hmm. Let's make this. And they've not shied away from the material because it's, uh, it's by Garth Ennis, the original comics, the same person who wrote Preacher. Now, when they announced Preacher, I was a bit like, how are you going to do this? Because it's very graphic and some of the themes in it. I had a similar feeling with the boys. I was like, okay, like, do people realize how violent the boys is <laughs> and, and how a very cynical view on how superheroes mm -hmm. are? Uh, but I think in the landscape we are with all the, you know, the Avengers movies and stuff, this is what we needed. Some fresh air into the superhero genre. Yeah, different take. Yeah, different take. It. And, uh, you know, violent as hell, very, very funny. And, of course, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher just steals yeah. the show. Yeah, he did. Love him and everything he does. Uh, so on Amazon Prime as well, we also have American Gods Season 3. Now, I, I loved Season 1, really liked Season 1. I struggled with Season 2. Yep, because they didn't go anywhere. No. It was like I, I didn't feel there was much story development. Yeah. Or even much character development either. It was still the same people being confused, not knowing who they were, and it's still leading up to something. You know, it's leading up. I, yes. I'll give them that. It is building towards something, but I just felt season two, it was boring at times. Like there was times where I was just I'm struggling to watch this to yeah. to keep going watching this. But there's still hope. You still want to watch it more. Yeah. Because There's a lot of lore behind it. Yeah. So that, that's that's the main thing for me. Um, I'll see if I watch that. I don't know. Um, I'm not too sure what this is, but we have a new uh, Apple TV Plus series, uh, Little Voice. So judging from what we said in part one and also part two, Apple TV Plus, we said that at the gates, they haven't really got much stuff, but it seems like they're going to be picking up. Yeah. Which is what they need to do. 
Yeah, I think they're being more. Their fam, their programs are more family. Yes, there's gonna. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that is their thing. I don't think we will ever see any rated R content on Apple TV Plus, like Disney Plus. Yeah, you just it's not that. If you want R-rated content, go to Amazon or Netflix. Yeah, they know who they are targeting. Exactly, you know? it's yeah. different audiences. I think I'd be safer leaving kids with Apple TV Plus. Oh yeah, of course. Then, then stumbling across then, the boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, look, superheroes. <laughs> exactly. You know, or Netflix. Yeah, you know everything on there is going to be decent and clean. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're also going to get the second season of Pennyworth. Now, Pennyworth. This was a show from the beginning. I was like, really, we're going to do a show about Batman's butler. I was like, really. Yeah. Is, is this what we come to? May I throw that out the water? I was so chuffed with this with this show. It's got this James Bond meets Man from Uncle sort of flair to it, mixed with a bit of Guy Ritchie, London Cockney stuff. It's just great. It's 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 really really good. I was very very pleasantly surprised at how good this show is. Really, I didn't realize you didn't tell me you had watched it. Yeah, yeah, I'd watched it all. Huh. Like and uh, nice tie-ins to like Batman and stuff like that, you know. But it doesn't dwell on that at all. But it's it's a, it's a really fun show. Okay. Like I said, uh, James Bond meets Man from Uncle. Nice. I'll, I think I'll go check it out. I, I, I'll put add it to a list somewhere. The big list. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> at some point. No, I'll definitely be checking out season two because I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, with DC as well, we're going to be getting Titans Season 3. Now, I was half-half with Season 1. I had it, had, thought it had a lot of potential. Some stuff didn't stick with me. Season 2 was a lot better. A lot, lot better. Mainly because I could see what was going on. Season 1 was way too dark. Mm. The, that, the lighting and stuff, it was just so dark. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see where they're going. Um, it's still... It's it's better production-wise and stuff than the CW shows, mm -hmm. but it's still it's trying to be, but it still doesn't match the quality of the Marvel Netflix stuff. Yeah, that's what it's trying to be, I think. But for DC, but it's just they just haven't got it. I mm. think I think it's just okay under that. Yeah, I mean, so far in, in terms of quality. Yeah, but it's it's like I said, anything above CW to me is an improvement. So <laughs> yeah. Can't stand it. I no, you you you've clocked out of those shows, yeah, haven't I you? Mean, I just I clocked out of them as well. I watch it just for the final scene to know where you know that Lincoln scene. Yeah, to see what end. was going to happen next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Walking Dead season eleven. There's been eleven seasons of this uh, on AMC, of course. Uh, Andy, are you going to be checking season eleven out? Yeah, I have. I mean, I've been watching it. It's on break now and. It will start again in February, and that we're in season ten now, so they're saying another season eleven. When will this end? But Walking Dead, the comics, that it's gone. It's done. finished now. Phew. I mean, it's this thing has been going on forever and ever, and because you are invested in it, you you just keep watching it. But the, for the life of me, it's going nowhere. I just want to see where it ends. That's where I'm at a that, point now. That's all I care about. That's why I gave up on it because I just didn't see an end. Yeah, I, and I was just like, I can't. What are we building towards? Yeah. Do you know, with Game of Thrones, you were building towards a battle. Because you knew eventually there was going to be a final battle. Mm -hmm. With Walking Dead, it's like, what are, uh, we're just surviving. Exactly. Like, and like, it, that it's cool. It's great for like four or five seasons. But come on. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 
Just kill everybody and end the series, <laughs> should I say. I think so. Or find a cure already. Or, or find a cure, yeah. Do the, do the classic cure. Uh, Doom Patrol Season 2 on DC Universe and HBO Max. Um, this show is effing incredible. Right? I, I, this is another show I was so surprised by. I got a, we got a little glimpse of what it was going to be like in Titans. Mm-hmm. But then, have you seen Doom Patrol yet? No, I haven't. It, you have to check it out. I highly recommend it. The character development, the comedy, the absolute weirdness of this show <laughs> okay. is so weird, but you're just in it. Uh, it's incredible. And I, I can't believe this was one of my favorite shows of last year. It's, it was just so, so good. Wow. Okay. You have to check it out. You, honestly, I can't, this pra- is I can't on, praise this show enough. This is on DC Universe. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure you can find a way to watch it. Okay. Um, on DC Universe as well, we're going to get Stargirl. We recently reviewed the trailer of that, and we were like, well, it looks better than the CW, but yeah, it's that's not CW. saying a lot. Yeah, yeah it's still it's CW. Still, it's still got the CW thing on it. Uh, so we'll leave that there. Now, this is another show that is, if it actually ever happens, I am so excited for, and that is why on FX, and this is based off Why the Last Man, the comic book series by Brian K. Vaughan. One of the best comic book series, in my opinion, ever written. Okay. Never, I've never heard of it. It's, it's so, so good. It's basically, the story is if every, every human on the planet with the Y chromosome, so all male creatures, mm-hmm. died. Wow. Apart from this guy, one guy, and his pet monkey. What about the women? They're all alive, so it's a world con- uh, dominated by women, controlled by women, and he's just, it's a road trip through the world of he's the last man. Wow. What, uh, do, what happens? What does he do? Is I, he, are I, they trying to kill him? or are they, they are trying to find the cure, basically, to reproduce so the ma- males. Trying to make him a guinea pig. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and obviously, some women are on board with it, and a lot of women are not on board with it. Mm. So... Ah right. I so see. it's 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 a it's an amazing comic book series, and it's been in production for a while. But they recently lost showrunners, mm. and for me, if you lose a director in a CV, whatever. But showrunners, that means the if you bring in new showrunners, it's going to be a completely different shift. <laughs> and yeah. so we'll see if it actually comes out. But I'm if it does come out, that is one of my most anticipated TV series of the year. Uh, also, I highly recommend if you ever get the chance, read the comics. The Mandalorian Season 2. The day that the finale came out, John Favreau posted a little image saying, it's coming out fall 2020. Nice. Andy, I'll let you start this one off. Without no spoilers, what are, you, what are your thoughts on The Mandalorian and are you pumped for Season 2? <coughs> it's all good. Yeah. So, The Mandalorian... When we, we, you know, we were talking about the show long before it came out, you know, right? We, I didn't think it would be as good as it finally became. Because you had some, yeah, uh, some doubts about it. You were like, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. And all those, my fears were just put to the trash. It's not a big, whenever you hear um, Star Wars, you think big blockbuster music scores and all. This is a very quiet Western tale very well paced story it's a simple story you just and you just go on with it if you're into the star wars universe everything just feels right you know it just feels like yeah this is all it and they make references 
to the the war. You know yeah, the war that's going on. Yeah. yeah, you know, so you know why this person is a conflict in, has a conflict with this. Why this is okay and how it's it's amazing, man. I loved the Mandalorian, the first season. I and I'm really happy that by the time the second one comes out, um, Disney Plus is going to be in the UK. Yes. So everybody's going to watch it at the same time yeah and uh, to everyone out there when it comes out in the UK Disney Plus I recommend that's the first thing you watch because yeah. it happens yeah, yeah I, I mean I echo your thoughts completely I absolutely love this show it's taking the time this show it has a lot more quieter moments than you would have in the movies which I love and I want to see this more serialized storytelling in Star Wars uh, there's so much I want to say but I can't because there's a lot of spoilers in there but just that it's handled with so much care by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and they they know what they're doing. They get Star Wars, and I want to see more stuff like this. I can't wait for season two. Like honestly, like it's it's everything I sort of wanted in Star Wars. Yeah, you know, and it just excites me that the same folks are the ones who are working with Imam Ewan and the uh, so Deborah series. Chow, one yeah. of the directors. She's doing the whole Kenobi series. Kenobi series. So and it's gonna. Yeah. I think that's. That gives us hope, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So I, I think the future for Star Wars and Disney Plus, it, it looks bright. It does, does look bright. Um, so uh, a show that we both really love, ND, and is coming to a finale, is Vikings Season 6, Part 2. So we're, we're currently on Part 1. Yes. Because uh, Vikings like to have a split their shows into, into two. And but I, I can't believe we're at the end. Look, this for me, I could keep watching this show forever. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Walking Dead. This mm-hmm. is like, it's it's so much more. Like, it's one of the most underrated shows. It is. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, it's just so underrated. Probably because it's not from one of the big studios and all that. But it's so underrated. Right from the very first episode, it hasn't. There hasn't. I haven't seen any fault. The acting is great. The production design, the battles. Then you get into the culture, the lore, the traditions of the Norse people. It's amazing, and they now mix it with some historical coincidences. You know, most of those stories aren't how they happened, but they find a way to just make it know, work. Make yeah. it work. You know, it's it's amazing. It's a very good show. It's so really underrated. It is, because I swear, every person I speak to, I'll be like, have you seen Vikings? They're like, no. I'm like, how have you so, like, How has this show just gone under the radar? Now, the people who like it, like you and me, it's a very, very strong fan base because it's such a good show. Like you said, the production design, the acting, everything about it. And every season, for me, just gets better. Yeah. Because you think, how can they top that? How can, and like the battles and stuff, how can they do that? And they do. Mm-hmm. They just top it up even more. I, I just sometimes I wonder how do they do they build these sets and it's really good and this season again it's taking it up another level you you see they are building to something but you, you know that it's gonna come I, I love it I can't wait I can't wait for the for the finale to see how it all but climaxes yeah, but, but yeah they're doing spin-offs spin-offs so after this there is something else coming on Netflix I believe uh, or is it on Amazon again I would need to check right I need to check. Okay, because I think this it was the, Netflix. Yeah, because this apparently is not the end of the Vikings. No, 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 it's not. I think it's the end of like this story. Maybe the story of you know Ragnar, Ragnar and his sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll do something else. Because there's there's plenty of stories to tell of North mythology. Yeah, obviously Ragnar Ragnar's just one famous Viking. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. arguably the most famous. But yeah, 
so then we're going to go into a movie called Mank, which is on going to be released on Netflix. And this is the movie we spoke about earlier uh, last year about the story of the making of Citizen Kane. Right. Right. I, Orson uh, Welles. Yeah, I can't wait. Because obviously that's one of my favorite films. It, yeah. It changed cinema, didn't it? So. so, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, Spike Lee has got a new movie coming out on Netflix that we've also spoken about called The Five Bloods. Uh, based in Vietnam, and it's going to be starring Chadwick Boseman. So, I mean, anything Spike Lee, what a great director. Yeah, but, and in that Vietnam era, yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of stories to tell. I know this is going to be, mm. I, I know, I, I have an idea. This is going to be like Platoon. You've not seen Platoon, have you? I don't think so, no. Yeah, that, those, are, those are the films that brought out William Defoe oh, and right. all of that. Okay. So, I have a feeling it's going to have that Platoon look and feel. It's very gritty, very in your face, very mature you know and yeah so i'm, I'm looking forward to this yeah, one. especially coming off black Klansman, there's going to be a lot of people looking at this one i think mm-hmm. and yeah. then uh i think this is coming out 2020 i could be wrong but he- let's end the show nd we're talking about this one i haven't seen it yet so no spoilers and no spoilers for anyone out there who hasn't seen it but the witcher season two allegedly is going to be coming out at the end of this year Andy, what what are your over what are your general thoughts on The Witcher season one? If you could just sum it up briefly for the folks out there, what are uh, your thoughts? It's it's up there with Game of Thrones. There is nothing out there that there's nothing fantasy. There's no other fantasy show or series out there, in my opinion, that stands up with Witcher. It's perfect. It. Henry Cavill, you know, I've always said to you he wasn't my Superman, but I respected him as an actor. This is what I meant. This is, he is amazing. He is 100%. And it's not just him. I could go on about this show, and I'm sure I will in other episodes. But if you've not seen it, just go and watch The Witcher. It's hard to understand at some point, but you will get the hang of it. It's great. You will love it. When you watch, you'll probably be like, I can't believe I stayed this long without seeing it. That's what you'll probably be telling I'll probably me. I will say that. I've just fallen behind a bit <laughs> over the Christmas holidays with some TV. Uh, but that is it. That is it, Andy. We have done it. We have done our full breakdown of 2020. Some very exciting stuff coming. Uh, overall, though, are, are you looking forward to 2020? Yep. There are some things. Um, I mean, this is just... A grain of sand in a, and yes. you know an entire beach. I'm because sure there's plenty more we're missing out. Yeah, there. there's plenty more we're missing out. The movie we will probably be talking about in December, we've probably not mentioned it. You know, so or maybe we have, but we do not know. But one thing's for sure, we will be here talking about it week in, week out, and um, keeping all our lovely listeners out there entertained. Yes, we shall be doing that. Uh, Andy, do you have any? most anticipated movies um i'll have to look at it again but from everything we've gone through my most anticipated would be the coming to america okay and um the witcher if it is this year right but i suspect it will be 2021 2021 okay then i think for me june without a doubt uh and tenant those are two of my most uh and i'm you know uh, wandavision I am so, so pumped for that. Okay. Uh, and of course, Mandalorian. Yeah, of course. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah. Uh, so that's it, Andy. 
2020 is upon us. I can't wait to dive into this year with you, discussing all the film news. Uh, but before we head off, where can the lovely folks out there find you? Find me on Twitter at Unduaj, which is at N-D-U-A-J. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake. And you can find us Film 7 Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major streaming services. Uh, check out this episode and all our previous episodes on your feed. Like, share, repost, do all that great stuff. But until next week, guys, see you later. Thank you.